WVUAFM, Tuscaloosa. That was Way It Goes by Hippocampus. Welcome to 90.7 The Morning Show. I'm Andrew Howdigy. I'm Christian Martin. And we're here discussing how we can improve The Morning Show. Right now we're talking about we need a soundboard. We do. We gotta have, we gotta have a soundboard. But what sounds are we going to have on it? Um, definitely go for noise number go, two. Okay, go for noise number two. Tell me what is the difference between go for noise number one and two? It's it's very nuanced. There's there's a lot of nuance in it, but um, could you could you do your best to replicate go for, go for sound, noise number two? Go for noise number two. What does a gopher it, sound like? That was what a gopher. Okay, sounded now, now like. do now do go for noise number one. And that's what go for noise number oh, one. Oh, there, there like. was a difference there. Yeah. I, 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 I don't have the trained ear. You know, it takes a very trained ear. I mean, when you've seen as many gophers as we have. You you start to understand. But, uh, but more on gophers later. But back to the soundboard, I think it goes without saying we need an elephant noise. Yeah, no, 100%. So we can, you know, interview Big Al and yeah. get his responses. Yeah, so we can speak to him in his own language. We need a laugh track to tell you guys when to laugh because we're so funny. Yeah, of course. You know, we got that. Along friend. with an applause track. Applause. Woo! All the sitcom. Every yeah. sitcom was the, Every the sitcom boo. Was. The, the, like, the oh my gosh, the will they, won't they just happen. Oh, you yeah, have 100%. The, yeah, um, I feel like we need some like vines or like classic memes, like a. Uh, like you know, cartoon running noise. Oh I yeah, like we, need, <laughs> like we need that. We need the boom. <laughs> we need the boom. You know the cartoon noise just packed. Oh, um, you know I can do a spot on, slowly opening creaky door impression. Oh, let's hear okay. it. Yeah, I just did that. I applause. Do, yeah, applause track. I can do a phenomenal cartoon running sound effect, and this is definitely okay, me okay. and not my phone. All right, hold on, hold on. No way you can do the cartoon running. Do you know how much? It takes at least 35 years of nonstop meditation in order to do it. Oh, trust me. I've mastered it, folks. You can hear it here. This is totally me and my voice. He's doing it. I don't know how he's doing it, but he is. Yeah, and to think, if we got a soundboard, we could do this. Wow. So yeah, um, if anyone has any other ideas for things to put on our theoretical soundboard, well, I think we're just proving that call we in. are living soundboards. We are living. We soundboards. should just stay like, here. Call, yeah, tell in us like the studio and do sound effects whenever other people show you. Twenty four seven. Twenty four seven. Live here. Um, also, if you have any ideas of, of noises that we need to master, impersonations of, call in. Especially if your name's Danielle. Yeah, please call in at 205-348-9070. Especially if you're Danielle. Danielle, we're begging. It's been a semester. It's been over a semester, and you still haven't called. What? Okay, I just had a realization. You're gonna want. I know you're already sitting down, but you're gonna like extra sit down for this. Mm-hmm. What if? What if? Danielle is the gopher. <gasps> oh my goodness! It all starts to come together. It's all connecting in my mind now. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, no wonder, no wonder Danielle hasn't been able to call. She's got gopher hands. <laughs> yeah, gopher hands. You can't call with gopher hands. You know, I'm twiddling my thumbs right now because I, as a human, can do that. That's true. They don't have opposable thumbs. It's so heartbreaking. Have. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I think instead of we need to get paid a just exorbitant amount of money to just do sound effects here in the studio. Oh, 100%. I think is what we're getting yeah. at. All right, well, we're going to get back to you with the music. We've got When the Devil's Loose by A.A. Bondi. We'll soon be back to you with The Morning Show. WVUAFM, Tuscaloosa. Howdy, howdy, y'all. This is the Wednesday Morning, morning Show. Oh, 90.7 WVUAFM, the capstone. That's right. And the time right now is 8.19. But no, more just importantly, turned 8.20. But it's more importantly. Time for uh Weather Report. Weather Report. Weather Report. Weather Report. Weather report, weather report, weather report, weather report. Do not distort the weather report, weather report, weather report, weather report, weather report, weather report, weather report. Good morning, Tuscaloosa. It's 48 degrees and mostly sunny, with a high of 71 and a low of 37. Expect it to be sunny or partly cloudy all day. The wind's 5 miles an hour with 11 mile an hour gusts and the feels like it's 46 degrees on the weather report, 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 weather report. Whether the weather's good or bad, we've always got, got something, something to make, make you glad, glad on 90.7 The Morning Show. Right, and today, oh. it's a positive affirmation. Yet again, with me, your host of Positive Affirmations oh. on The Morning Show, Christian. And that's right, today's positive affirmation is this. Oh. Today, mine and America's favorite radio show will go off without a hitch. There will be no glaring technical difficulties, no issues with the DAD system, and everything will go on, as it always does, to give a wonderful listening experience and viewing experience when we hold pictures up to the microphone for our listening public. Well said. Beautifully said, even. And Indeed. I think it's time to talk about the gopher in the room. The gopher in the room, yeah. On your favorite segment, Gopher Watch. Now, we briefly talked about this last week in our very short segment, but we're yeah, going to bring like you the big news. morning show. On Super Bowl Sunday, I was doing my sprints up the Ridgecrest South Hill. Very steep hill. You know, good workout. Yeah. And upon finishing my last sprint... I get to the top and walk, and I see the gopher walk into the bushes. I didn't even know he hung out around Ridgecrest South. Now, that's a rare sighting. Indeed. And that's how I knew the Chiefs were going to win. But 
regardless, I hadn't seen the gopher in months since I sought out fresh foods and I doxed it. I, so true. I'd really miss the guy. And it's, I've been putting up like, uh, I've been drawing on whiteboards around the school, putting up missing posters with his exact coordinates. Yeah. And right after that, I uh, I see him and I'm like, it's a sign. You he know, everything's going to be all right. You know, every little thing is going to be all right. Yeah. Um, also, update. Uh, sadly, I've not yet uh, seen the Fresh Foods possum again. I think... I haven't been at Fresh Foods at like 8 o'clock at night enough, I guess. Mm, well, here's the thing. Like, we, we talked about the g- battle between the, the gopher and the possum, right? Yeah. And <coughs> the first one I see after talking about that is it's the, the gopher. gopher. It's You know what this means. The gopher's won. The gopher, do you think he, he won the war? He He at least won the battle. Like fresh food is, is, is his territory. Has he, has the possum been subjugated? Uh, that's that's if he's role. still around, you know. I think he. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the gopher. Would team I, unfortunately, the I was really hoping that the gopher and the possum would team up because Me the too. feral hog threat is as real it's, as it's ever. It's too strong. We must unite around our common enemy. It's it's why it's why uh, Richard's gone. Indeed, the feral hogs. We lost him to the. They feral got hogs. him. R.I.P. Dick Jenkins. Maybe Richard we can Jenkins tape him back person. together for a morning show cameo one of these Hopefully weeks, so. But... Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to bring it back. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh. We, have to, we, have to, we have to show our listeners, actually, what, oh, the, uh, oh. what the gopher looks like. Oh, how silly of me. Hold, oh, on, I, hold on. Oh, I got the picture pulled no, up. No, 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 but I, I do, too. Or right, for morning show first, we're pulling up the same, same photo at the same, same time. time. If you can't see it now, like this is like surround sound, but for vision. <laughs> this is 4D. Yeah, kind of okay. two different microphones. All right, Danielle, you get a good look. Well, at herself, it's like looking. I know. At yeah, for like Danielle. this is a good photo of you, Danielle. <laughs> well, the Gopher now has a name. We know good Danielle to be the Gopher. Danielle the Gopher, you can call us at 205-348-9070. Danielle the Gopher, if you have any war stories from your war with the uh, yeah, if you can tell us what happened to the possum with the possum, please do tell. <laughs> we could we could make journalistic history if if you we do. Could, we really could. First ever reporters on a on a marsupial <laughs> rodent war. All right. Well, we're gonna stay behind to keep listening from Danielle. Hopefully, she finds out how to dial the phone <laughs> with her little gopher paws. Yeah. You. We're gonna bring you back to the music. Up next, we have "Up the Beats" by Jane's Addiction. WVUA FM, Tuscaloosa. Welcome back to 90.7 The Morning Show. It's time for your favorite segment, Musical Theater Watch. That's right. What musical theater have we been seeing lately? Have you seen anything great, Andrew? Have I seen or heard? anything heard lately? Um, I was bopping to some Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat jams Excellent the other day. Choice. Excellent choice. Some uh, Song of the King. Oh yeah, the Elvis Pharaoh. We Ooh. Elvis Pharaoh. We love Elvis Pharaoh. We love Andrew Lloyd Webber here. I was, yeah, I, w- I was born for that role. I know what the I Real. can 
perfectly sing that song in the in the cheesy Elvis voice. Well, can we get a little? Can we get a little sample? Oh, no, you you want a little sample? We get, yeah, can we get a little sample? Well, I was walking alone up the banks of a river when the seven fat cows came up out of the nylon. Oh yeah, something like that, you know. No, that's something, folks. But um, now I, I I did discuss my musical theater watch last week for our five minute segment. Um, that we aren't sure if anyone, uh, if y'all heard, because, you know, for like 20 minutes I would have tuned out. But anyway, you know, we did have technical difficulties. No one can help it. But I recently saw a beautiful community theater production of Ragtime to the point where it could be my new favorite uh, musical. Really? Why don't you tell us over, a little about that musical? Because I'm not too familiar with it. You're not too it. familiar with Ragtime. So it came out in the late 90s. It's based on a novel from the 80s. They also made a movie, if y'all have seen the Ragtime movie. Um, I'm not going to spoil it too much, but it's it's set in the early 1900s during the like early stage of the progressive era era during the All Roosevelt right. presidency. Um, it's set in New York. It has to do with the story of three groups: some upper class slash well-to-do kind of wasps, you know, white Anglo-Saxon Protestants, right. some immigrants, predominantly Jewish ones, including the the main characters who are immigrants are Jewish, and um, the black citizens of Harlem. It, it's called Ragtime because, you know, um, Ragtime was extremely popular and um, was sort of a forerunner to jazz and extremely popular, especially amongst the black community at the time. And then in the 1900s, there's a lot of beautiful music. It's It's got a really nice, really interesting story. Um, it features a lot of historical figures, such as um, the noted anarchist Emma Goldman, noted industrialist Henry Ford, the banker uh, J.P. Morgan, um, and of course, an, another key character in it is Booker T. Washington, actually. And so it's really interesting, especially if you're into history, but also like it's, it's got some touching, heartwarming parts. It'll make you cry. I think me and my friends cried about four or five times during it. So just phenomenal show. Um, really enjoy it. Oh, right. Yeah, no. So big fan. So that's, uh, that's your musical theater watch. But, you know, is it just me? Oh, is it just me, Andrew, or, or other than musical theater watches? Is it another big day today? I think it's also your other favorite let, segment. Let me check my clock. Is it? Could could today could it be, be Wednesday? That's right. It's Weezer Wednesday, and today, this day in Weezer history, February the twenty first, two thousand nineteen. Weezer, they we released two big songs. They released High as a Kite and Living in L.A. So Wow. Now, those are off Weezer's The Black Album, but Ooh, I don't those are sort of... we have the Black Album. We don't, sadly. I don't believe... Oh, man. Well, because I... We my have the favorite, Teal Album. I love queuing up songs from the Teal Album, because hearing covers of iconic songs from Weezer is, like, my favorite. Oh, no, it's so fun. They, they really are a great, great at covers. Not that they don't have some phenomenal original songs. Oh, of songs, course but, they do. I mean, because they're the know. greatest band of all time. They are one of the bands to ever exist. Truly, truly. I mean, right. we wouldn't have an entire day dedicated to them without <laughs> it. All right, well, we are coming to you with Sweet Dreams by Weezer from the Teal album, followed by a non-Weezer song, Luke Combs' cover of Fast Car. Hope you all enjoy, and we'll be back with you shortly.
WVUAFM, Tuscaloosa. My weekly watch. That is a great question. I will admit, I have not been watching very much TV lately. It can be a film as well. Okay. Um, Anything you could watch. Let's see. Well, you know, my weekly watch, while you're waiting, was Oppenheimer on Netflix. Oh, no. No, no, on Peacock. On Peacock. I, yeah. that's, that was my weekly watch. We week have the watch. same weekly watch? So it, I mean, it was a big yeah. release. That, that is amazing. I actually, I recently watched the movie The Color Purple. I would nice. highly I recommend it. Watch it. Okay. It is a good preparation. new movie. one, right? Oh, yes, the new, the new one. I haven't seen the the new one's out. Yes, I've oh. been. Re- I was going to rewatch the old one in preparation for the new one. I didn't know the new one's out. I've been so excited for the new one. I, I think I it's already it. on streaming platforms. Okay. I have to give it a watch then. Yes, because I because I, I didn't think it was out because I went recently because I like going to like six dollar and fifty cent Tuesdays at the theater. And it wasn't out at the theater, so that made me think it wasn't out yet. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. guess maybe it's already done with its theatrical run. I don't know. But, yeah. Um, to my knowledge, it's it is. very exciting because I love that soundtrack. But, you know, ours was both. We both watched Oppenheimer. Have Oppenheimer. you seen Oppenheimer? Have you seen it? I will admit, I was not actually able to see Oppenheimer. I will see it at my earliest convenience. You need to see it on Peacock. I know. I, I oh, will. Man. I will. If you have Peacock or if you, if you need to borrow a Peacock, we're here. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's great. Quite the movie. Quite the film indeed. And Weekly Watch is a segment that we have every week here on 90.7 The Morning Show. But we do have special segments that we reserve for when we have guests. Would you oh, like yeah, to? This is oh. going to be a shortened version because next break we want to do a lot of good a lot of good questions. But All right. I'm so ready for this. game we used to play a lot last year. So I don't know how familiar Andrew is. But it's called Yellow Journalism. It's quite simple. <laughs> we tell you three headlines. You have to figure out which one isn't real. It sounds like an NPR show. I love oh, it. Right. Are I'm you a ready? huge NPR guy. Oh, here I, are I your three questions. These are your three headlines. And you're allowed to ask, ask us about for each, of any of them. You have yeah, to explain one of them. I have to explain the one that's real? Uh, no, no, no. no, no. You, you get to ask us to explain because we know what the headlines. Like We know oh. the actual news articles. Gotcha. You get to ask us to explain one of these headlines. You only get to pick one. You only get to pick one okay. before you make your guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, so first, chocolate for dogs synthesized in New Jersey laboratory. One. Two, General Mills urged to take the plastic out of Cheerios. <laughs> Two. And three, couple holds wedding in Kentucky gas station's disco bathroom. <coughs> so just to recap, I can ask you to explain one, and one afterwards of I can choose one. Yes. All right. Can you explain the last one? Couple gets married in the... Yeah. Uh, Christian. Yeah. This is from the UPI uh, by a man named Ben Hooper. It came out February the 20th, 2024. <laughs> so the couple's from Ohio. Um, so this gas station oh, so um, a destination in Verona, wedding. Kentucky. Yeah. Destination <laughs> wedding. There's a Verona um, gas station called Hop Shops. And this Cincinnati area couple married there. It's, it, apparently, this bathroom went viral because there's a big red button you can press, and it causes a disco ball to switch on in there to be dance music <laughs> that plays in the, in the can. And so this couple decided to get married there and press that red button. Understood. So um, you can pick that one if you think he was just looking off his phone and reading it. I think I, I think I have a pretty good idea of what I'm going to choose. Okay. Uh, may you, will you please repeat the first one for me? The first one was chocolate made specially for dogs synthesized in a New Jersey laboratory. I think that's my, that's my guess. 
That's the fake one. Let's wait, see. No, 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 no. Why, why do you think that? Why I do thought you, think you said that? that was the. I thought, sorry, I thought I was guessing the real one. No, you guess the fake. You guess the fake one. There's two real ones. Oh well, then the the fake one is. Uh, Kellogg's urge to remove the plastic out of Cheerios. Um, you know, if we had a soundboard, <laughs> loud buzzer noise, wrong. No. <laughs> the fake one was chocolate, chocolate for dogs. dogs synthesized in no way. Yeah. Laboratory. Yeah. We made that up off the top of our noggin. Yeah, he came to me with his phone, typed something, and I wrote it down. That, that was a really good one. I, I completely thought that was the realest you, one on there. It like it could be real because dogs can't have chocolate. In, exactly. Yeah. It's, that's, it's, a, that's a goofy awe headline. And like, you say synthesize. Like it's, oh, it's like, that's it's like when they make word. a new element, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Well, that, that was a really good one, guys. Uh, you guys you. fooled thank me. You. Uh, well, All right. It's well, been a wonderful first segment. Wonderful first segment. We're going to take it back to the music. We're going to get you with Waves by Floral Portrait. And please keep listening to hear more about, oh, more yes. from Senator Betty about things. We're going to hear more from our senator in a little bit. WVUAFM, Tuscaloosa. Welcome back to 90.7 The Morning Show. We're here with our guest, Aaron Betty. Senator right. for Arts and Sciences. And, whoop, whoop. And, and, you know, as the pinnacle of, of, uh, of journalistic integrity on this campus, we thought it'd be good to grill him. Yeah, so to, we're going to start... To give him a hard-hitting interview. We're going to start with That's right. some SGA questions. Yes, right. well, um, so, Aram, you know, the, uh, the elections are coming up, right, aren't they? Yep. Um, can you kind of tell our listeners... Like about them, you know, like how to vote, when they can vote, where they can vote? Of course. All that good stuff? So every year we have our SGA elections during the spring semester. This year they're actually following on Tuesday, February 27th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. That's a 12-hour window. So I hope you all make the time to get out there and vote. Whoop, whoop. You know, now how does one vote? Is it in person? Is it online? Mm-hmm. It's actually online. So you're going to open up your MyBama account, and then there'll be a huge box right at the top of um, your MyBama home, and it'll say, vote here. You can't miss it. You know, it's, just, it's this big tan box, and you just click it, and it'll automatically take you to your ballot. Thank you. Well, that's very informative. Um, now, if, if we want to learn more about um, maybe candidates or, you know, the people running, to um, h- how does one do that? Would, for instance, like, is there a website that says all the names of them, or are there going to be an event, any events going on where we can learn more about the candidates? Yes, yes. So campaign week runs from um, this month, the, the Monday we just passed, until election day this Tuesday. And so throughout that week, people are going to be campaigning throughout campus. I'm sure you'll, you'll run into some candidates during your time. Um, and then additionally, every candidate is listed with a short bio and picture on the SGA website. You would simply go to SGA sga.ua.edu, then you would go to the elections page, and we have all of our list of candidates, and then you can see all of our candidates for all the offices that are going to be up for election, and then additionally, if you want to learn even more about a candidate besides that short bio, um, every candidate has an Instagram page they are pushing all their policy positions from, and you can learn a lot about the candidate, both their, like, their background, what they believe in, and their affiliations on campus. Splendid, thanks. And... Um if memory serves correct, because I went last year, um, 
Isn't there like normally, doesn't the SGA hold like a big debate for like the presidential candidates every year? Yes, they do. Um, so all the campus-wide candidates, that's like the vice presidents, you know, the president, the secretary, all those really high up their positions in SGA. Um, if they are contested, they will have a debate in the uh, the, stu- the student center ballroom. It's going to be this Sunday, I believe. Uh, you can actually check the timeline on the SGA website elections page as well. Um, and additionally, immediately before that debate, there's going to be a candidate forum with all the minor candidates, things like Senate, other things, so you can, you know, get get to meet any of the candidates. Yeah, well, that's wonderful to hear, you know, always good to be informed. Um, now, if you could give us a sneak peek as a senator, you know, in SGA, what does it look like around election season? What, like, are the logistics that the SGA works through to try and set up all these things and to set up um, an election? Kind of if you could if you could like give us sort of a run through of what y'all do during election season because you know I think it's be deeply interesting to our listeners. Yeah, so there's a lot of um, work that goes into setting up an election. Obviously, if you're a candidate, what that means is reaching out to a lot of student groups, getting as many speaking opportunities as possible. I remember when I ran for senate back uh, a whole long time ago, whole last year, <laughs> so true. forever on campus. And um, but you know, I, I talked to a lot of organizations. I got a lot of endorsements from um, from student orgs. And I think it's a really important being able to reach out there and talk to your constituents. Um, in terms of like the more logistics and organizational side of um, actually running the election, we have um, our tech people over at OIT open up the, vo- the voting portal for 12 hours um, and stuff like that. Do you, if, do you have any more specific questions? I'm sorry. If you could like elaborate on what exactly you're looking for. I'm not uh, sure if I answered your question all the way. No, no. You'd, I, it was just like, you know, give our listeners a sneak peek of what it's like for maybe a SGA senator if there's any more work that goes in your job than normal right now. Oh. But all you do, just, just um, what all you do to set this election up. Yeah, as an elected official, there's a bit of a conflict of interest with me actually like working on the election itself. Oh, okay. We outsource yeah. most of our election work to the elections board, which is a separate part of SGA oh, okay. in the Senate. Okay, yeah, no, that's that's good to know. Like, So there's an elections board. Mm-hmm. I knew there was a J I didn't even know there was an elections board. I just knew there was a J board. So. Yeah, you can actually, if you're interested in applying for, for elections yeah. board, they usually open up their applications shortly after every election cycle. So if you, if that sounds like a, something you'd like to participate in, stuff like, you know, talking with candidates when they violate the elections manual, um, stuff like that, more just like being the enforcer of the rules on campus. The election, the uh, application should open rather soon. So I really hope you, uh, if you want to, of course, you apply to that because, you know, it's important that we have good judges, that we have free and fair elections here on campus. So true. So true. You know, democracy is only as healthy, democracy in a democratic system is only as healthy as its elections. That is so true. I think the, the voters are the heart of every democracy. Indeed. In fact, I hate to plug myself in here, but actually I wrote, a, I wrote an opinion editorial on the Crimson White recently about every election cycle. So if you want to go check that out, that'd be cool. Splendiferous. Well, we love the Crimson White. As you all know, it's, it's where we get all, all our, our news and views. And views. <laughs> our dear friends and fellow members of the Office of Student Media are like next door neighbors. I love Crimson White. I love student we love, media. We love the student media. You know, to do a little impression of a president. We love student media. Yes, we do, quite frankly. (laughs) We love them, don't we? Yeah. A little crimson wine. Uh, Let me be clear. I love student media. Obama loves student media. We all love student media. Trump loves student media. Wow. All right, John F. Kennedy loves student media. Uh, Bill Clinton, I love student media. 
Like we, so many. We had like, so many we had like four presidents on here. Dad, <laughs> they, I'll say they love student media, folks. And we want to like thank you so much for your you know insightful answers about you know SGA and SGA elections process. No, and we, so then you know you know also professional. We have some some lighthearted, more fun yeah, questions. Fun. I love fun answers. questions. That sound Cheering good. Questions. You ready to answer some fun questions? Yep. Splendid. Oh, oh, snap. The the tension just rose Senator up. Betty, during your work on the hydrogen bomb, were you deterred by any moral qualms? No. By 1942, you were actively pushing the development of the hydrogen bomb, weren't you? Yes. So when did these moral qualms become so strong that you actively opposed the development of the hydrogen bomb? That's a really good question, Andrew. Uh, it's not sure it's something I can I can live with every night. Um, I ask when. Oh. Um, probably by 1943. Hmm. Is it true that you assisted in selecting the target to drop the atomic bomb on Japan? That is actually a rumor started by my good friend Harry S. But Truman. But it's true. It's true. President Truman would not lie about that. Look. Harry and I, we go way back. And I, I know him better than almost anyone, right? I think I think Truman needed someone to throw under the bus. Would you have been opposed to the dropping of a thermonuclear weapon on Japan because of moral scruples? It's a hard question, something I have to live with every single day. But I think at that point in my life, I, I would have said, I had no moral qualms with it, but now I think I've evolved as a person. Now, when did your strong moral convictions develop with respect to the hydrogen bomb? Um, I think I evolved very rapidly after the end of World War II in 1945. Specifically, I got to sit down and reflect on my actions um, about the, the bombs, and I think I, I came out a new man. So do you or do you not support the continued use of the hydrogen bomb? I do not support the continued use of hydrogen bombs. But you pushed for its development. Pushed for its development. I did, I did. And that was a mistake. That was a mistake. Would you have continued work on the hydrogen bomb on Japan if you were ordered to? Back then, yes. Now I would not. Why? When did this moral change occur? I told you, after after the end of World War II, I got to think about my actions. I got to think about them in depth. It was after World War II that you started development on the hydrogen bomb. <laughs> um, I didn't think you guys would catch me on that. Um, I'm going to have to revise my story. You aware that it's illegal to lie on 90.7 <laughs> in the morning show? <laughs> <laughs> this is a serious um, journalistic place, and we would never base questions on the script of Oppenheimer. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it with uh, with that song. You know, we just like to have a little fun we on do. 90.7, the... The morning show. You know, as as we said during Weekly Watch, we've been watching Oppenheimer. Yeah, it was fresh on our minds, so we gave a version of one of the interrogation scenes from the movie. So, how did it feel to be in that hot seat? Yeah. <laughs> it was certainly an unexpected series of questions. I hope I, I hope I performed my role well. 
What did you think yeah. of the music? Because debating on what music to use. Yeah, we, we were between. Oh my goodness. Why not from you the coming in? We were planning this bit. And John Carpenter's Halloween theme, because we have both of them in the, in the system. Yeah. That was an amazing um, interrogation song. I couldn't have imagined anything better. The second that song came on, I, I felt a shiver go down my spine, and I felt on edge. <laughs> You know, like I was like I was being quizzed in front of the entire nation. I mean, you were. We have countless listeners. That's true. That is true. All across America and definitely not in one county because that's how far this broadcasts, I think. Well, to say goodbye to you and to show our apologies for putting you in the hot seat. We're playing your eight song song choice. Yeah, we tried to find your top song choices. Eventually, we found this. So to say thank you for coming on 90.7 The Morning morning Show, show. we'll be playing No Woman, No Cry by Bob Marley. Before we go, is there anything else you'd like to tell our listeners? Um, Yeah, just like one more reminder before I I leave out. If you want to, vote um, this upcoming Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. I think it's really nice that we get to vote in our SGA elections and, you know, if you're it's so inclined, research your candidates, get informed. I think it's really important to civic development here. Thank you so much. Thank you. Also, Bob Marley is a goaded musical artist. Real. Mm. Phenomenal. Very welcome. Alright, well thank you so much for being on. WVUAFM, Tuscaloosa. Welcome back to 90.7, The Morning Show. The three of us are still here. Hey, hey, mom decided he wanted to stick refuses around. Refuses to leave the studio. He does. You know, it's just such a fun place here that he wanted to stay in. You know, and I think, you know, we should let him in on a very special tradition here on The Morning Show. show. It's time, time for, for the... Sing along if you know the words. I do not. Weather report. 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 Do not distort the weather report. 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 All right, you got the weather? No. That's okay. It's 56 degrees in Tuscaloosa with a high of 71 and a low of 36. Expected to be sunny to partly cloudy to cloudy later in the day. The feels like it's 55 degrees with 6 mile an hour wind and 13 mile an hour gusts on the uh, 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 weather report. The weather is good or bad, we've We've always got got something to make you glad on 90.7 The Morning Show. That's right. We've got a wonderful news story out of uh, Myanmar today, which is the Skywalker gibbon, thought to be nearly extinct, um, has now had significant populations discovered in Myanmar. It was originally just first described in 2017, also known as the Hulak Gibbon. And it was thought to just have a population of 150 individuals living in Yunnan, on a single mountain in Yunnan in the south of China, the province of Yunnan in south of China. Now they've found that there are um, 
large populations in the Union or the Republic of Myanmar. So, yeah, Myanmar also has many Hulak, a.k.a. Uh, Skywalker Gibbons. And so, you know, that's lovely news. You know, it's a beautiful thing, uh, biological diversity. And so it's great to know that the populations of the uh, Skywalker Gibbon are doing way better than we thought. It's nice to see the Skywalker Gibbons doing well. I Big loved them in of Star Skywalker Wars. Gibbons. Love them. They did great they in Star was, they Wars. They were great in Episode 2. Oh, yeah. Oh, episode 2, they were phenomenal. <laughs> really. Now, Episode 5, they, they had a really underrated performance, though, I will say. I, I, I think so, too. Your we thoughts? don't talk about the performance of the Skywalker Gibbons. Yeah. Aram, your thoughts on the Skywalker Gibbons performance? Just have any? I think they're really cool. I really enjoy your Skywalker Gibbons. I love the role they play in the natural environment. I'm so happy Myanmar has rediscovered them. Splendid. To all you radio listeners who can't see through my mind's eye, right now uh, our special guest is using our plush little buddy here in the studio to hold up his phone. He is. You know. Yeah. I think the term plush is a very strong word. I think plush usually refers to, Does that have to be like, like a stuffed, stuffed? animal. Yeah, oh, he's, he's like a stress st- dude. It's like a, a yeah, it's like a stress dude. dude. Uh, he's not plush. I don't know, but I mean, he's he's swathed. He's built plushly. Yeah, he's built plushly. He has a very <laughs> plush body. You know, very plush I think it's more of like a styrofoam sort of material. That's uh, what are I'd say more memory of? foam. Maybe. Yeah, it's a, he's a, our foam, foam buddy. Or he's yeah. Our, yeah. Foam, our little yeah. foam friend to do foam some alliteration. Friend. Our foam friend. Our fantastic foam friend. fantastic foam friend. Or right, speaking of fantastic, we have some fantastic music for you, and we'll be right back for our last segment on 90.7 The Morning, the morning show. show. Up next, we have Disorder by Joy Division. WVUAFM, Tuscaloosa. Welcome back to 90.7 The Morning morning Show. show. This is the last segment of the show. It's still three of us. Uh, We cannot get our guest to leave yet. He's just here. Taking none of the hints. I'm just kind of vibing. He wants to keep squishing our foam friend. Yeah, at this point it's kind of creepy. Yeah, but let's let's focus away from that. Today is a myriad of oh. special days. Yeah, uh, every day is special. I think every, it is. every day is. On 90.7 90. The Morning Show, every day is special. Show. And in general in life. But among these, these many days we're celebrating, including but not limited to, the famous... <clears throat> birthday of John Lewis. Yes, uh, former Congressman John Lewis, a civil rights uh, icon. You know, it's Black History Month. It is Black History Month. Fun fact, John Lewis actually spoke at um, you know, Martin Luther King's March for Jobs and Freedom in Washington. Um, he's just such an incredible figure. He died several years back, but he has a long esteemed career. He went on to become like a congressman from Georgia. He did a whole bunch of stuff there. Um, really, a, a really pivotal figure, both in the civil rights movement and like the modern age as well. And do you know any role he may have played like here in Alabama? Uh, he did actually. Um, if you've heard of the Freedom Riders of the yeah like 1961, oh, with the buses, a, right? Yeah, with the buses, and um, you know, I forget where in Alabama, but they kept getting stopped by like the Klan or whatnot. But they played a pivotal role in integrating interstate travel. Huh. Um, he was a leader of the Freedom Riders, actually. Didn't he also cross the Edmund uh, Pettus Bridge? I believe he was part of the march from Selma. 
Yeah, he did a whole bunch well. of stuff. He I mean, did, honestly, was, even though he's from Georgia, he was very involved in the state of Alabama. Yeah, in the civil rights movement here. Well, it's amazing. We celebrate Black History Month here on ninety point seven, the Morning Show. We celebrate the life of a great, a great man and a man that had a great impact on the state, Congressman Lewis. But we also celebrate a group that has had a huge impact on our popular culture. That's right. It's the it's one and only, only Weezer, Weezer Wednesday. Wednesday. Whoop, whoop. Now, do you have any special favorite Weezer songs <laughs> to play for you? We have quite the sizable catalog of Weezer. Ooh, I, I am quite a Weezer enjoyer. Yeah. Um, don't they have a really good rendition of Mr. Blue Sky? They, we have that one. I am a huge fan of Mr. Blue Sky. Off Incredible Teal song. Album. Teal album's my favorite album. We can cue that up to come. Weezer back. Wednesday. Weezer Wednesday. Weezer Wednesday. It is one of the things of all time, and we'll take everyone. We'll take everyone to Weezer Wednesday here in a second but this is the last segment of the morning show and it's time for it's time for the sign off that's right we would like to bid you adieu so stay gold pony boys <laughs> goodbye everyone have a great week we'll see you again on wednesday i'm andrew howdigy i'm christian martin and i'm aaron betty our special guest special well, guest roll tide and stay gold y'all WVUA-FM, Tuscaloosa.